Hello, everyone. This is A Better Endeavor. I'm your host, Terrence Labonte Postel, and welcome to the first episode. So today we're going to be talking about Ariana Grande, track, MLK Day, and finally, Michaels. So I don't know if you guys are aware, but Ariana Grande announced a new album. And I know this is not the platform to, you know, get on here and say stuff like that and, you know, represent her shop and stuff. But at the same time, Ariana is my girl. She's my girl. And the reason why I love her so much is because she's got me through so much. And music can do that to you. Music, film, all that stuff. She got me through tough times. She told me that it was okay. She said, I see your colors too. And boy, I like them. Meaning like, you know, you know. Yeah. And so and for a ninth grade boy, that was just t- somebody telling me that they see me and they love it was everything to me. And I liked her before that, but still. And then she has her gay brother and it's just like, she just she's just for the gay. So, and not only Ariana Grande, throughout my life, I've been influenced by, like, a number of individuals. Billie Eilish, Halle Bailey, Court Reezy, Elizabeth Olsen, all of them from different media industries. And they've impacted me with their outstanding acting abilities, their humility, relatability, and overall influence. Like, Billie Eilish, she's has a down-to-earth approach, same as Ariana. And when I talk about her to my friends, they're always like, no, like, the devil and all that stuff. And I'm just like, you guys aren't listening. Like, you make her music depressed. You listen to her only when you're depressed. But I'm just like, that's not the case with me. She sang a sad song because that's how she felt. Her Her music, along with Ariana Grande's, makes me feel like I'm not alone. Like, the way she sings and writes her lyrics makes, like, the way she produces it is, like, she's producing how I feel for her music, if that made sense. You know what I mean? Like, they're singing my own feelings. Like, one of her songs, Getting Older, resonates with me as it addresses, like, many of these issues I'm currently facing, such as how scary it is growing up so fast. Like, y'all, I don't ride the bus to to Boys and Girls Club. I literally walk here because I'm not riding that bus. And that was my choice and my choice alone because I could have walked to my mom's house, you know. Don't worry, y'all. I stay safe. I did cross country, but still. Yeah, that was my own choice. And it's just like, I'm just recognizing that I'm out here making choices, building a podcast, like out here making my own choices. You know how you post something on Instagram and you proud of that caption? I'm proud of what I'm doing. You know, like, okay, let me get to Ariana Grande. So she announced that she has a new album coming out on March 8th. You want to know how I found out? I found out during advanced algebra class. We were, I was in the middle of checking my email, you know, even though I'm not supposed to be doing that in class. I wasn't finished with the assignment or anything, you know. The assignment was draining me. It was draining me. Anyways, it's going to be called Eternal Sunshine. And I'm so excited. At first, you know, I was like, oh, Ariana Grande coming out with a new song. I was like, 
you know, while I was walking, I was like, what if this is the biggest song ever? And it kind of is just a little bit. Don't cancel me on that. It kind of is. Because remember Madonna's Vogue, even though I don't listen to her. Sorry, don't cancel me. But yeah, so it was a big thing. And the first time I listened to it, though, I was like, Ariana, what is this? I was like, what is this? And then and then I listened to it for a second time. And then it got better. And then it got stuck in my head. And then, you know, from there, from there on. So the reason why she has impacted me throughout my life is, you know, piggybacking off of what I said at the beginning of the episode. Through freshman year of high school, I loved her so much. You know, I knew every single lyric to her songs. I was discovering new things about myself as well and getting shamed for doing so by many people. Like, they were like, no, Terrence, we don't do that here. We don't like, you know, I don't want to go too much into detail, but someone got drunk and, you know, cussed me out and stuff. And at the time I was just like, it didn't resonate with me how people get drunk and just, you know, say what they're actually feeling. But now that I think about it, they said what they were actually feeling and they were like, we don't do this in this house. Who do you think you are? And one thing about me, you guys, I do not like that question. Who do you think you are? Something about it is so triggering. Like, anyways, so I remember listening to a song, No Tears Left to Cry, and she sang like she was me, even though I cannot sing that good girl. She said, they point out the colors in you. I see them too. And boy, in your office, y'all, I'm sorry. That was ghetto. Anyways, I'm going to cut that out. They were like, I, s- okay. She's saying they point out the colors to you. They point, okay. She's saying they point out the colors in you. I see them too. And boy, I like it. I like them. And I haven't known at the time she was singing these lyrics, you know, and they applied to me. Almost everywhere I went, someone would talk behind my back or text me asking me why I was like this. Being the person I am, I never let them hurt me. But it didn't go unheard or unnoticed. Like, I bottled up. And you don't want to do that. Like, I've had years of therapy. Not saying that it worked, even though therapy does work. If I had it, like, if I had therapy now, I'd be more grateful than I was before. Because I used to be like, let me get back to my activities. You know, they're interrupting my day. But now it's just like, I need therapy. But anyways, I was, I built it up. And, you know... One day, I just let it go. I just let it go and went numb. But anyways, the type of things people said to me, like, I used it as part of my success story. I didn't let it go. I used it as part of my success story, as I'm doing now. Later, she sang, like, what did she say? We're way too fly to partake in all this hate. We are here. Anyways, <laughs> y'all, I can't really sing. I have been working on my voice, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, I love Ariana. And I was talking to my friend today about her, and she was like, OMG, like, you like that white artist? And I'm just like, nobody was looking at it from a racial standpoint. But, you know, I don't want to go into much detail. Anyways, it's coming out on March 8th, y'all. I'm so excited. I will do anything for the tickets. I'll do anything. Even though I don't have a phone, a job, I'm getting a job soon, but you know, I don't have a phone, a job, you know, so I'll find a way to get those tickets. I don't know how I'll do it legally. 
Anyways, her music's the best. So now I want to talk about some news that I have regarding me and sports. So I run track and did cross country. I did cross country this year and then in sixth and seventh grade and 10th grade, I ran track and I think I did some track in elementary school. And yesterday I quit track. I had to, I didn't quit. I just like put a pause on it because I'm a junior in high school. And, you know, I really wish somebody had told me that when you're a junior, then, no, people did tell me that when you're a junior, it's the hardest year, but they didn't tell me about the amount of homework. I just thought, oh, the classes are like hard. They are. They are. And, you know, it's just like the classes are hard, but you're trying to keep up with the work and then you're trying to, do all the homework before it's time to turn it in and it's sloppy and it's not organized. And, you know, you're thinking, what did I set myself up for? And it's just all over the place. I wish somebody had told me about that during junior year. My sister, she used to play basketball and then all of a sudden she just didn't anymore. And that was during her junior year. I was on the phone with her yesterday and she told me that she was like, you're just like me. I didn't do the sport in junior year. And then I also told my teacher, I was like, let me get, y'all, I'm sorry. Let me get to the email. We're on a schedule. We're on a schedule. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm about the background boy. Okay. So I, uh, this was the email I sent to my best friend. I was like, I think it's time to say goodbye to track. This decision wasn't easy, but it was mine to make. It's about prioritizing. You guys, homework and academics have become increasingly demanding this semester. Last semester, I had those classes in the bag. I had them in the bag. But, you know, this semester, it's just not, it's not not for me because I love the lasting friendships and the friendships that I made and had during track season, but and cross country season as well. But at the same time, I need to focus on going to college, getting good grades. I chose to take honors classes and advanced classes because nobody told me that to qualify for the Hope Scholarship, you had to take advanced classes. So or rigorous classes, rigor classes, you know, you got to take four in order to qualify. And right now I do not because I've only taken one. No, I'm taking two right now. I never had an honors class. I had an advanced math class in sixth grade. And that's because that fifth grade math was easy. I was flying through it, y'all. I was flying through it. But anyways, the dream of going to the Olympics for example, is not my dream. I'm not saying that that's everybody's dream who does track, but you know, during track season, I was asked the question, why do you run? And you know, so many answers that I think are the real answer, but not the real answer. You know, I can't really answer the question. So I just want to tell everybody it's okay to step away from something when it no longer aligns with your path and what you're going to do like further on in life. Like, I want to be an actor, maybe like a little model and a pediatrician, and I'm taking the class for the pediatrician to do so 
But then for the actor, I'm soon going to take those classes. But if I'm running track and wasting my time, not getting good grades, which I never said I had, I just, you know, because I stopped it before I stopped the track. I put a pause on it before it got out of hand with the school and the academics because those that homework, y'all, was feeling real optional at one point. And I was just like, mm, mm, mm. Anyways, it's hard quitting, you know, when it's the right thing to do. But it's about finding the love again in a different way. And, you know, I'm still going to be running cross country next year. I'm not crazy, you know. But that's just what's been happening this week. And, you know, it is, to be honest, to be so honest, it is kind of bothering me. Not kind of, like. It's just like I was doing my chores yesterday and like I think I have the meanest face on because I was just like it was the day I didn't go to track practice. I came straight to Boys and Girls Club. You know, I wasn't around like my normal set of friends, you know, but now I'm around you guys. So anyways, again, pausing track junior year is no joke and prioritizing is of the utmost important when it comes to, well, anything. So as you guys may know, MLK Day just passed. I hate to segue, but you know, MLK Day just passed and I had wrote a poem. Let me get it. I wrote a poem for MLK Day for in front of like a bunch of people and you know, Though I didn't get to performance, let me find it. Hold on. Sorry, you guys. This is rough. Okay. While this loads, though I didn't, I didn't, I wrote the poem for Poetry Club because I just like, it's weird, you guys. I'm good at poetry. But yeah, I didn't get to perform it because I lost to someone who wrote a pretty decent poem. But moving on from that. This is the poem that I created. Okay, so it goes. The king, the king, he had a dream. I have a dream you can't believe. Doc Martin, Doc Luther, Doc King, Dr. Junior's dreams. He dreams of peace, love, and light. A dream to end an endless night. A world where colors blind. He dreamt of a nation where we don't fight. For yet last, he sang throughout the night. He stood for his rights, he stood for us all, and when there were threats, he's still very tall. He loved with peace, he loved with grace, courage and strength, all love, no hate. The king, his dream, he dreamt of peace. The king, his dream, spread so wide across the world did it fly. The king, this dream, did spark a newfound theme. I can't breathe. A cry so loud, it echoed from protesting crowds. A phrase that shook the earth's core. Another phrase you just can't ignore. So now we stand, we march and sing. We raise our voice. Together we made the conscious choice to honor the king and live his dreams. Love and peace shall be our theme. He dreamed his dreams live on in our hearts today in many steps in every way. His legacy, it shines so bright, guiding us through the darkest night. The king, the king, he had a dream. Some choose not to believe. The king, his dream is more than it seems. And uh, I got to put the clapping sound effect. But anyways, so that was what I wrote. I sadly didn't get to perform it. But, you know, I can perform it for you guys, my new audience. 
But, you know, I think I ate that one up. I The first time I was told about the poem, I saw it on Google Classrooms and I was like, oh, the king, the king, he had a dream. And I, I thought I got it from somewhere, but it turns out I didn't. I think I was just thinking of a song like about Martin Luther King because I used to, we used to sing it in chorus. But anyways, you guys, just honor Martin Luther King. You know, I got this new little bag. It looks like a tote bag, but it's like a string bag from that event. And the event, let me just talk about the event. The event was really well. We went to three different classrooms on the day we were off, you know. You know, I had to make a little sacrifice, you know. And we talked about college, scholarships, applications. And, you know, I actually got some some more knowledge than the Boys and Girls Club has been provided, you know. Okay, so thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Okay, so anyways, moving on. Well, kind of. So poems, you guys, I don't know what it is. I don't know who did it, but I'm kind of good at poems. And I hate to brag, you know, I want to be humble, but sometimes when I'm writing them poems, it, they don't seem like poems. They seem like songs. They seem like songs, y'all. And I've been eating them up. Yeah, you just heard one. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the schedule. You know, I I like writing poems. I don't think I'm going to do it, like, do it, do it in life. But, you know, something to do, like, when I, because you guys know, if you're not aware, I do not have a phone. <laughs> so. You know, at the beginning of the school year, I didn't have my laptop either because, you know, the school didn't hand them out. So I had no phone, no laptop, and I had to, you know, do something with my time because everybody was just sitting in that classroom in their phones, you know. I pulled out a pen and a piece of paper and got to writing that poetry. And I really eat it up and moving on. So... I've been singing like during my walk, just you guys. I don't know what it is. I think it's me thinking my poems are songs, you know, but I don't think I could sing, y'all. I don't think I could sing. Like, I'm trying to, it's not just me singing. It's like for the new year, I really want to learn how to articulate my voice, you know. You know, that's one thing about me. I, do not or did not like the sound of my voice. Um, it's been heavy thing, but you know, I don't like it. I don't like the voice, kind of. And I'm sad to say that because I really do love myself. And you know, it didn't. I didn't like start not liking my voice until most recently. You know, and when I look at back on a video or something that's not funny or something. And I hear my voice, I just get this itch. And I've already spoken to my favorite podcast about this. And they told me, you know, that's completely normal. And apparently it is because I've been listening to some people and some actors when they talk and they're like, because, you know, I want to be an actor. But anyways, they're like, you know, I just can't stand the sound of my voice. And that's another thing. But, you know, I want to learn how to deal with that. I want to learn how to deal with it. And so... I will. And that's one of my goals for 2024, which I have been standing on business, y'all. 2024, I'm already singing on my work walks, trying to articulate my voice. I've gotten three books from the library about making your point clear, articulating your voice and vocal control, you know, vocal exercises, even though I don't be doing none of them, you know, exercises. Because I don't, 
when I'm walking and trying to sing, I don't want people to look at me like I'm crazy. And that's, y'all, And when I got into the new year, I was like, I'm not going to care what any people think. My friends used to influence me on, oh, she's this, she's canceled, she's this, he's this, and all that. And I'm just like, y'all, in the new year, I'm not going to follow any of that stuff. I don't care what anybody says about me. I don't care what anybody thinks. I am independent of the opinions of others. That's what I learned a long time ago during an acting class that I watched on YouTube. But anyways, and I'm just learning to, you know, be independent from it. You know, love myself, be myself without a care in the world who's watching. Gosh, I just almost cussed, y'all. Bless my soul. Anyways, that's another thing I've been trying to... Okay, so I've been writing poems, singing on my walk trying to learn how to articulate my voice, which is going into my goals. My goals are articulating my voice, you know, getting, because I'm getting ready to prepare for Youth of the Year for Boys and Girls Club. I was Youth of the Year two years ago. I sadly, no, I, no, not sadly. I was a finalist, but I think it's when. I I met Shaq, and you know, a lot of people brag on meeting celebrities. I've only met him, the Carl Zeus, the one who used to do CNN 10, and that's pretty much, and the guy in the mirror, and the guy in the mirror. I meet those celebrities, I met those celebrities, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I've met some famous basketball players, but one thing about me is I do not know nothing I don't know nothing about sports, doll. All I know is Usain Bolt is fast and Simone Biles eat. But anyways, y'all, I'm going to have a hard time listening to this. I'm going to think everything I say is cringy, but who cares? Who cares? We out here standing on business. Anyways, so some of my goals are, you know, you know, I haven't really set foot on it. I really want to see Ariana Grande, as I've mentioned before. You know, you get tired of it. But, yeah, that's really one of my goals. I really want to see Ariana. I wanted to see Billie Eilish so bad. So let me tell you the story. Quick story time. I'm sorry for going off the rails. But Ariana Grande was coming to Atlanta. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I have to see her. And, you know, at the time, you know, (laughs) I had a job. You know, I was really eating them up. and. I was going to turn 17 around the time she came. And I was like, this could be a late birthday present. And then she's just like, my dad just did not let me go. Even though I would have been 17, my sister would have been 18. And I honestly could see it because that was in the middle of Atlanta. You know, people would be out here wilding, you know. Sorry, that's the stool. Anyways, so I was upset about that. I really wish I could have seen Billie Eilish. And, you know, I will one day. I will. So that's really, that's not my only goal. My goal is to get into my top colleges. My top colleges being Boston University, Howard University, and I would say SCAD, but I I think I've reconsidered on SCAD. I don't think that's one of my top choices anymore. And you guys, those schools are mad expensive, and I need to find a way to... You know, I need to be, you know, I'm sorry for saying that, but, you know, 
getting these scholarships and all that stuff. And I feel like bold.com does not work, y'all. That's what I found out during the MLK event. They told me that bold doesn't really work because, you know, everybody on bold clicking the no essay, (laughs) no essay thing and go and marry. Go and marry. It might have the chance to work, but, you know, you got to apply. Oh, I'm going to give you guys some knowledge that was handed down to me. They were like, you got to apply to local scholarship and you guys get those reference letters. Get the reference letters. I need to learn how to do that. And I already got some people that I could ask. But anyways, so thank you guys. Usually I want the podcast to be longer, but, you know, I got to edit this. Wait, let me think. Is there anything else I would like to discuss? Hmm. Oh, some things about me. Q&A. Q&A. I really love Marvel, you guys. I don't know how much I have to stress it. I love WandaVision. Love me some WandaVision. Love me some Wanda, y'all. Wanda is queen. She is mother. Like, I'm 17. You know, I can't wait to turn 18. Y'all, I had the most common birthday in the world. Most common birthday in the world. Look it up. Look it up. I'm not going to tell you. But anyways, I love Billie Eilish. Love me some Billie. And, you know, something that brings me joy is, you know, making other people laugh. Like, I will make it my goal to make you laugh. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but making people laugh just makes me feel better in every single way. Like, really solidifies that I'm funny. But anyways, you guys, so let me go over what we discussed. We talked about Ariana Grande, her new album coming out March 8th, Eternal Sunshine. And we talked about how I'm pressing pause on track right now which is a sad thing, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. And that's another thing. My best friend, I was, my best friend moved schools. I don't need to put her business out there, but my best friend moved schools and she's the reason why I stayed in track and seeing her and seeing my friend that was already at track was really the only reason why I stayed. (laughs) Anyways. So I went over a poem with you, talked about how I'm good at poems and poetry. And in preparation for youth of the year, articulating my voice, and also starting a podcast, y'all. Now, I know those trailers were tough. I know those trailers were tough. Honestly, you guys, they have this thing on Spotify where you could see what the analysis is. And the good trailer episode that had the music in the background, the one that I thought I ate, didn't eat. Barely anybody listened to it. But. I'm going to catch y'all later when more stuff comes up. I will. I intend to have guests on talking about their personal stories like I did with Ariana and looking towards various media styles as my home and sacred place. But, you know, I love you guys. Even though I don't know none of y'all and y'all really don't exist right now because the fan base is only my family. <laughs> okay, y'all. I'll love y'all. Bye.